0: All right, so this morning, uh, yes, once again, Pastor's talking uh, from what is affectionately called the Gospel of John, um, and you all know how I feel about that. However, what I've discovered in the last couple of weeks is there's some things that have come out of that gospel that are really good. Um, It irritates some of my more conservative friends when I talk about the Gospel of John and say, you know, even a broken clock is right twice a day. So the Gospel has got some things in it that are correct. Now what I am about to read you though this morning, make sure that you set this in your mind right because it's really important. This is part of the Last Supper conversation, okay? This is this is when they're in the upper room. You know, normally we think about the Last Supper, we think about communion, right? Okay but it's out of uh, out of the book of, of the gospel of John where we learn that really communion is more about service rather than the creeds and the credo okay and Jesus continues this conversation by telling folks cuz you know he's he knows what's coming and so he says this don't let this throw you you trust God don't you trust me There is plenty of room for you in my Creator's home. If it weren't so, would I have told you that I am on my way to get a room ready for you? And if I'm on my way to get a room ready, I'll come back and get you so you can live where I live. And you already know the road that I'm taking. Now, Thomas says, Master, we have no idea where you're going. (laughs) I, I mean, that sounds pretty logical, right? We have no idea where you go. We don't know how you're going to get there. We don't even know what you're talking about. So how do you expect us to know the road? And Jesus said, I am the road, also the truth, also the life. No one gets to the creator apart from me. If you really knew me, you would know my creator as well from now on you do know the creator you have even seen the creator now how many i'm going to stop there for a second just so we can get started with this what is what did i just read to you what does that say Okay. So up until that point, there was no way back. Once you said it was, it was, that was it. Saying at that point that there is a way back. Okay. It's through me. Okay. Anybody else want to take a shot at this? You know the road? I, huh? You know, road. The road. know the road? Know the road? Follow me. You don't want to take a shot at this? Um, Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Chicken? <laughs> Well, you know, because I'm kind of sort of setting you up, right? Because most people take this, and this is where the... Th- Go ahead. Well, I was uh, saying that I, I saw a post I like that says, religion is following the messenger, and spirituality is following the message. Okay. And so I, I guess what he was saying is there's no uh, there's no connection or union with God except through his example. Okay, that... I. See, you're, you're starting to cross the street, which is good, okay. because the way this normally gets preached, thousands of people, folks, thousands of people have been burned at stake, died, thrown out of their communities, etc., etc., because they didn't buy into the theology that Jesus is the only way to God, and that's the way this gets preached. Now, remember... I told you that it's very important to understand the setting. What is the setting? They're sitting around a supper table. They have just spent three years with Jesus. They know that they're in trouble, amen? And they're worried. And Jesus sits there and says, look, you don't have to worry. Don't you know that I'm going to go prepare a place for you? And by the way, if you trust me, I'm coming back. And I'll get you. You know the way that I'm going. Now, I want to stop there for a minute, folks. Anybody who's got a half a brain in their head that had been following Jesus and reading the tea leaves would have kind of figured the road they were on. Amen? Amen. The road was called, you're going to get your butt arrested. And unless you're damn lucky, they're going to kill you. Amen. Because they'd already been fighting with the Pharisees, right? There were crowds that had been incited against them, and the Romans were kind of looked at, looking at him with a half-cocked eye about this kingship thing and this Messiah thing. So when he says this to his disciples, you know the road that we're on let's get on that road so that we understand what this conversation is <laughs> rather than this high and mighty stuff that if you don't fall down on your knees and roll around and and swear your allegiance because by the way I will also remind folks especially those because I understand we're on Facebook live today those who are about to tune out that there was a point where Jesus, was going from one town to the next doing his thing, and they ran across, his disciples ran across a bunch of people that were doing the exact same things that Jesus was doing. They were casting out demons, they were taking care of the widows, they were caring for the orphans. In fact, apparently, they were doing some miracles. The problem was, the disciples noticed they weren't doing it in Jesus' name. And the disciples come over to Jesus and said, hey, these people are doing this, they're doing that. Do you want us to stop them? Because obviously they're not part of us. And Jesus' response was, if they are not against us, they're for us. So I can stand here and tell you that a couple of thousand years of theology that say Jesus is Telling the whole world that he's the only way to God is bunk for the disciples. Yes Do you understand that you know the road Jesus was telling them stay steady stay here. I am the way that you're going to get through this understand exactly what I'm doing <laughs> and when Thomas sister says I have no idea Then Jesus comes up, with, and by the way, we don't even know, um, according to some theologians, whether John is quoting Jesus directly or if he's just adding dialogue. But when Thomas (coughs) says, we have no idea, what does Jesus respond? He says, look, if you've seen me, you've seen God. Well, okay, I think that's pretty important, don't you? There was a line in Star Trek years ago, when they had these aliens, right, that appeared, and and they they were able to control things with their mind, you know, and so forth and so on. Well, it turned out, at the end of that, they were these little, small, ugly-looking bluebirds. They were actually shapeshifters, too. And you know, Captain Kurt Shatner in those days was like, why didn't you tell us Who you really were you know and then then they had that fake kind of way they came back up into human form and the one alien leaned into uh, Shatner's character of Kirk and said we appeared to you humans as you would understand us understand that God gave us Jesus Christ so we would understand God amen amen now understand my my gripe with John, being a gospel, is because I've always told you that it's a literary apology for the divinity of Christ. So John, in telling this story, hasn't changed anything. The Father's in me, and I'm in the Father, and if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, you've seen God. But you know what? Again, on that idea that the clock is right twice a day, even, even if it's broken, what did Jesus tell us was the way to God? Come on, you know, True love. love, unconditional love, forgiveness, being merciful, doing justice, walking humbly with God, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked. So when he says, I am the way, there you go, folks. It's pretty simple. You want to know how to get through life? Now, I did find a story just for you guys that has been, it's been around for a while. And I know that I've told this story before, and I've misquoted it, so I wanted to make sure I quoted it right. All right. Apparently, there's a man who died. He's ushered into heaven, which it appears to be this enormous house. And one of the angels begins to escort him around a hallway, and they're going past all these rooms, right? What's in that room, the guy asked, pointing to a very somber-looking group of people chanting a Gregorian Mass. And the angel said, oh, that's the Roman Catholic room. It's very high church. Well, what's in that room? Pointing to a group of half-naked dancers gyrating their hips and occasionally shrieking out loud. Oh, that's the Balinese group, said the angel. They're very lively. Well, what's in that room? Pointing to a group of bald-headed people meditating to the sound of an enormous gong. Oh, that's the Zen group, very quiet. You would hardly know that they're here and then the angel stopped the man as they were about to round the corner and he says now when we get to the next room I would appreciate it if you would tiptoe past that you would not make a sound and the man said well why is that and the angel said that's because that room there has a bunch of fundamentalist Christians in it and they think they're the only ones here (laughs) let's not get hung up on that piece where Jesus says I'm the way the truth and the life as if that is some piece of great theology it was actually compassion for his disciples who were about to watch him get arrested, taken away put through a mockery of a trial and killed he had to have them prepared For the day that he come up out of the tomb. Folks. We are way past that. We know. We know. That Jesus is our Messiah. And that he is our way. Because he teaches. What every other major religion in the world. Teaches. And that is to be fair. To be forgiving. And be humble. In your faith. God bless you this morning.